Happy Tuesday. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day out there. And anybody who saw my Instagram earlier, let me just tell you, hi, Coco LaRue. Uh, one of the Frenchies just came in. Come here, Coco. Come here. All right. Just got, uh, oh, got the, got both of the baby, the Birkin and that uh, couple of Frenchies running around here. No worries. Uh, it's just uh, another wild kingdom. Anyways, uh, just want to touch on a little bit. Uh, Nick, are you there, bud? Just because you, you really have to hear this because uh, this is the vulnerable truth with integrity and DMAC. Uh, I think the last time I went off like this was uh, um, around the corner at uh, some auto parts place. But uh, are you there, Nick, to listen to this a little bit? Because we'll I'm get here. into it a little bit more. There's more pressing issues. But, you know, guys out there and stuff, it's who. I had to I had to go in today, so here's a, here's a little story, and I'll elaborate on it more later, and hopefully we'll play in my videos. But uh, there's been something going on that my daughter Michelle, who um, has worked very hard in graduating from uh, Ferris State, and has decided that she I don't know why, but she wanted a Range Rover, so she pays for a Range Rover, does all this. Anyways, it's been three weeks that she's had it in the shop, and no rental car, and different things like like wow different things like that um uh okay some communication was off and, and stuff so i i decided i was going to go in if you know me at all i don't like to show my ass for anything that's what uh cheryl's for right well unfortunately we went in and i had a conversation with now don't get this twisted later and i'll elaborate more but there's two brandons in this situation brandon that actually the service department did the best job that he could, even though there might have been a communication breakdown. I was satisfied with the conversation I had with him. Now, the other Brandon, who's the manager, first of all, here's the mistake, and I don't care who it is, um, is that when you tell my wife or me what we are going to do, because uh, there was an incident where she was driving back from up north, and the rental that she had blew a tire. And it just so happened that the gentleman Brandon didn't say to my wife, oh, my gosh, I'm glad you're okay. And, you know, something could have happened. You know, I don't know, but you might have to pay costs on the tire and stuff, which would, you know, there's a way to have a conversation and there's a way not. And when you tell me what I'm supposed to do, I don't react very well to that. So as I started to show my ire, and, yes, I will drop, I don't know if you know who I am, but I – it's not about me because at the time it's about everybody else and especially in today's day and age what's right and wrong and so being a range rover of troy dealership yes the one on maple lawn and stuff like that uh, and i'm not here to tell you how to make your decisions what i'm telling what i'm here uh, to try to do is facilitate my experiences so that maybe when you have a choice to do it you might remember that it this happened now as we will get to and i'll elaborate more this was just sort of this is like the super tease i teased it earlier on instagram this is like the super tease to later but you don't treat people it's all about how you treat people and how you want to be treated so there's consequences to every action right when you want to tell me that that's all you can do and and you forget that you're talking to darren mccarty who knows how all the games are played how does he know? Unfortunately, he's been on the losing end of most of the games of life, but now he's going to stand up for what is right. So, 
Anyways, henceforth, I don't want anybody to know. Nobody got in a fight. Nobody got anything except Cheryl from Claire came out. And I will elaborate more, but didn't have to pay for the tire and had a little bit of a rebate in there, which isn't part of the, the, the question. If that was able to happen after I had to get upset or Cheryl had to show her ass a little bit. Um, what does that tell you for people who don't stick up for yourself? So, um, the remedy was made and I, and I came back right immediately and posted that second video. So I hope we can, we can show that earlier on, Nick. That's just, uh, you know, me, dude, I can't not stop when it's out of whack. And I was going in with the full intentions of having the conversation I did with the young man that worked there, Brandon, who explained to me why things happen. And I accepted that until you try to power trip myself or um, anybody I love, I will pull out the March 26 on your ass. I do not give a flying fuck. That's good or right. But whether you choose to or not, that's your choice. I And it's unfortunate because Cheryl really had her heart set on the $60,000 Range Rover that she wanted to get for working so hard. Well, she's still going to get it, but but not from there. That's just my experience. Um, I do like, we will talk about that they tried to come clean, but, you know, you don't. There's also parts of the situation that have been like when you are talking about money and things like that, because this isn't about money. It's about how you treat people. So that's all I got, Nick. That's all I got on that. Um, I'm sure you've had some instances that not of late because you've been working so hard. Although, even though you're back in the office yesterday, weren't you? Yes. Back in the office yesterday. was going at it. It was strange, man. It was strange getting in there. Um, but it was good. It was good seeing people, good seeing things, getting back to normal a little bit. I, uh, I got home from work and there was a nice little package outside my door with a little miracle flow sticker on it, which was exciting. So I may have some gifts for you. Um, by tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Speaking of that, can you see, I think I officially have a rat tail. I'm not sure, but I think I officially am rat tail Jimmy the secondhand hood deal out of Hollywood. I think that I Dude, am I... now. <laughs> I think that if there's any point in my uh, since knowing Miracle Flow and Phil and, and Grind Time being involved, that this is so Miracle Flowish, it's like old guy flow, right? We're we're going into the it's... like this is alumni flow. This ain't like our buddy uh, Kale Johnson. You know the the Red Bull cross ice skater who's also into it. This isn't his flow, but um, it's all good. I just noticed it's that. Uh, listen here, you want to know how what a small world it is? I just noticed that Tommy Apap, who's the captain of Michigan State uh, Spartans hockey team, is just uh, that Phil. He was doing something. Phil joined on, but Tommy Apap, I coached him. He's the same. Him and Griffin, my son, are best buddies, and. Uh, I coached that kid when he was young, and uh, that kid can rock a mullet too. That's all I gotta say. That's awesome. Uh, on that, you know, I think so, I think we should make a, a bet right now that if I beat you tomorrow, you gotta put beads in that rat tail. I think that's red, bro, white, and I might black put beads in the rat tail. just to go full Dude, on might, white trash. I, I might, I might white trash. I might just do that just because I think that that would be cool, and you know. Different things like that. 100%. Oh, quick update, guys. Quick update about, I know last week I mentioned I'd hope to be in studio this week, but um, it's just the matter of everybody's working real hard and David and Jess and Mike and everybody who's back there at all. But 
we're in no rush. Like I said, we're building foundation. We figured out how to do it from here. So we'll continue to do Tuesdays and Thursdays until we can get everybody back. I think that with the, and, and to be quite honest, everybody out there, grind time sort of uh, getting pushed back on uh, pushed back on the priority list with uh, the Pincana stuff coming out. And uh, so uh, it's not like we won't be back. And I know that uh, we have a lot of ideas, Nick, you and I, that we've uh, been sharing as far as making some improvements and ideas and stuff. So we just want everybody to know, appreciate you tuning in to the 25 on 19th. Appreciate everybody who's, uh, you know, stuck through this and, and done whatever. And, you know, we'll, we'll continue to be here. Did you, um, did you email me that? Yeah, Eric's on. Uh, I know. But did you email me the... Yeah. Anyways. Um, I wanted to... Oh, here it is. Yeah, you emailed me. Uh, sorry. Anyways, that's all right. Dude. Hey, listen. What? I didn't punch anybody today. Oh, and after... I, listen, this is the best part before I... Because this is why, you know, when you, you're, you're are a great... Uh, have a great marriage or partnership or whatever... You work as a great tag team. I couldn't, I was about to pop and then I just excused myself and went and sat in the car. And actually I did the first video and while I finished it, I got the, I got a text that they were making some compromises and then I had to send the second video because if I don't send the second one, that's why Cheryl's worried, wanted me to erase these videos, which I hope will show later, but I'm not gonna because it's the truth and karma works in the favor when you're, when you keep your intentions pure. Anyway. Enough on what happened to me today. We'll talk about it a little bit more. I am so, this is uh, such a pleasure to have uh, Eric Hodson on. He is an artist extraordinaire. Um, I actually met him a couple years ago uh, through Dominic uh, Ruggiero, who Dom, by the way, who's Mess Bucket Comics, obviously. Where is it? Oh, one. Yeah. Donnie Brook there. <laughs> I'm, dude, I, I'm awful. Um, the Donnie book here and the artist, uh, you, the, the one thing that you have to know with Eric is he can do more things with one hand than, than <laughs> most of us can do with two because he does all this with a degenerative hand disability. He, I love it. We got a lot in common because he loves the wrestling world and work with guys and Mick Foley, AEW, Chris Jericho, things like that. Uh, various styles. Uh, I was so, uh, impressed uh when i got to meet him and 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 hang out with him just as anybody else who's experienced a uh it's very especially astronomicon um it's uh it's unbelievable please guys welcome in uh one of a kind artist and human being and an inspiration here to 25 on 19 grind time with Darren mccarty artist extraordinaire mr eric hodson eric thank you for joining us bud hey thank you for having me gosh what's up introduction like that i'm gonna have to grow a rat tail myself just to be uh, uh compliant with such awesome words thank you i don't i don't deserve that <laughs> well see brother that's where you're wrong and and i love your studio right there because behind you shows why everybody that you do deserve that and you know not only that give everybody uh give the grind time listeners here a little backstory about eric and where you're from and maybe how you got into to drawing and you know i want to talk the big thing with me and and from meeting you and 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 just the way that you hold yourself is that you're the type of person 
you know, you don't let, you know, you don't have a disability. It's just actually, it's just a hand. I, I look at it like golf, man. Like if you had two hands, then you'd be blowing the, like it'd be so unfair to the rest of the world. This is like God handicapping you just so you can be sheer brilliant. But uh, give everybody a little backstory about Eric, where you're from and how you got into, you know, drawing comic books and, and illustrating. Well, uh, certainly. Uh, uh, and uh, I'll say amen to that is definitely as a, you know, God handicapping me because I'm much better now than I was before. And I'll show everybody on screen, like, that's my range of motion and this disability. And they're all kind of crumpled up and stiff. But um, that wasn't always permanent. You know, I grew up a farm kid in Missouri on a cattle ranch, uh, small little 300 acre cattle ranch, just a dumb hick, fat kid. Uh, unpopular, whatnot. That's kind of like the ancient history. And then uh, my dad gave me his uh, old collection of comic books one time when I was, I guess, when I was old enough. And unfortunately, he didn't keep all of those priceless number ones and origin stories. He kept the ones he liked, which, you know, kind of worthless by today's standards. But, you know, to a little, uh, to a young kid about six years old, it was just a wonderful, imaginative world. And I was already drawing, you know, growing up a farm kid, I drew tractors, which were rectangles with circles and, you know, another little, another little rectangle for the smokestack. So I was always drawing, but once I got into comics, it just kind of consumed me. And uh, I was really into uh, Bob Layton and his career on Iron Man. I loved the idea of Iron Man, I guess, because being a kid, a fat kid getting picked on the idea of uh, becoming a badass and hiding behind a suit of armor was kind of appealing at the time. Uh, so I really gravitated towards that, and I just kind of consumed it all, and that was pretty much the only thing I really paid attention to. I was kind of a C student, uh, especially with math, and you know, I was just always drawing in the margins of my homework, or, you know, and even to this day, if I'm taking notes, there's like a half a dozen little drawings and little scratches next to some words I can barely read. I swear I should be a doctor. My penmanship's so bad now, but... Uh, or not. You know, or not. <laughs> We just play them at home. We have the worst signatures as it is too, but <laughs> I keep those dude because those got to be phenomenal. Cause I I'm the master of stick people. I got to say, I can draw a pretty good stick person. My son is the artist in the family. He always loved drawing hockey guys and different things like that. Um, you know, you, you mentioned how uh, you got into it and sort of, would you say, so the Iron Man, the Iron Man comics or the Iron Iron Man ability, like, I want to know because I don't know anything or I'm not good uh, at even drawing or coloring in the lines. What is it, what is it about, like, the, the comics or it is the drawing that really, you know, I guess allows you, and, and I want you to elaborate more because you said that as your uh, degeneration got worse, you became a better artist. I'd like you to elaborate on that. Now, my thinking to look at your hands and the way that you had it, it must be, well, I can only move them certain ways, so I'm going to have to figure out how to do it this way. Mm -hmm. But can you talk about what, you know, because to me that's the negative or the, you know, the, you know, the negative that you've turned into the positive, right? Which I believe in all the, the stuff that happens to us are all lessons for us to learn from. So you definitely have, and I'd love to hear, you know, how you came about that. 
Well, I can I can boil it down to two uh, colloquialisms. Colloquialisms. Necessity is the mother of all invention, and then my favorite Diamond Dallas Page quote uh, is: uh, "Life is uh, ten percent uh, what happens to you, and ninety percent what you do with it." And uh, you know, being uh, you know being in the position I am. Uh, being a Christian and, um, you know, all eyes on you of how you're going to live your life and you get put under this magnifying glass. There's a certain standard that I need to be able to rise up to. Uh, just kind of even my own work ethic tells me that whatever I'm doing, I need to do it to the best of my ability. So if there's something that I can't do, I really try to find a way to do it. And fortunately, my parents were very empowering as they always supported my art career, um, encouraged me to go to college for it, which I don't, I guess I didn't really learn anything there because I had to teach myself for the most part, but it's sink or swim situations like that, that I've found that I can really thrive in, um, at least to some degree. I mean, I'm a human being, so it gets to you, you know, the pressure and stress, you know, we all succumb to it in some fashion, but the point is, is that you get back up again and you do it. And, um, one part of that story is, I found myself, I was working on a teaching degree because I thought, well, maybe I could be an art teacher because uh, I wasn't getting the Hollywood special effects job for $100,000 like I thought I would. <laughs> and uh, so I wondered like, well, I got this disease. I want to draw comics. I can't support myself. Maybe I can go back to school, get my master's and be an art teacher. And I found myself during student teaching having to teach clay pottery to high school students with these hands and just finding ways to work around. And so I'm using my wrists to roll out clay to make these little clay pots with, you know, kids are like, I can't do this. This is hard. Like, really? See what I'm doing here? I figured out a way to do it. You just got to use your mind. I know you can do it. You know, encouraging them and never giving them an out to say, you know, I quit because I'm not quitting. But there's a double-edged sword to that because I run into it, especially in my relationship where, my family, if they start complaining about aches and pains and stuff, I'm like, really? And I kind of got to pull back on that because they're having their own problems and their own experiences. And I can't just lord over them with my, well, look what I've overcome. I want to be an inspiration, not a, a, a domineer, domineering authority uh, on it. So um, there, there's good and bad with it, I guess you could say. <laughs> But I love every I love everything I hear there, uh, Eric. Because what it is is you're, what you're saying is sort of the path that I've figured out. It's the this it's the self awareness, the self journey, mm -hmm. the looking yourself in the mirror, and no matter what, don't lie to that person. And what do you want to become? You know who you remind me of? Hey Nick, do you remember when we had uh, J. Chris Newberg on, and I asked him the question about um, about did you ever think about quitting or whatever? And he looked at me like I was stupid. And he said, dude, it's never about quitting. It's just finding another way up the mountain. You know, like it's just, you know, you may sit there for a while because you fell, fell further, but it's never a point about not competing. And I love that it's sort of what I was diatribing on about the experience at the Range Rover dealership earlier today. I'm not telling anybody, don't go there, don't do that, don't. I'm explaining my experience and then that may lead them to choose either if they have that same experience then i can say well 
prepared to help you or choose not to have that experience. That's all it is. Life's about choices, positive or negatively. A couple of things I want to get to, bro. Um, you, the things that you're most famous for, and you mentioned that, you know, when you quote Diamond Dallas Page and you just, you know, you're such a, the thing I love is, is also too, is that you're as much of a wrestling fan as I am. And you're, you're famous for your, uh, your wrestling art and your model anime portraits, but, um, the licensed Roddy Piper Kilted Avenger comic book. Talk to me about getting involved with that. And, you know, uh, you've been a huge wrestling fan growing up and how did you sort of slide into the, the wrestling side in the wrestling world and give us a couple stories if you have about working with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when I started doing comic book conventions and trying to promote myself as an artist, I had to think of an angle, you know, wrestlers need an angle, uh, athletes need an angle. So an artist needs an angle. I'm trying, you know, how can I set myself apart? And uh, Brett the Hitman Hart was going to be a guest at Motor City Comic Con. I'm like, you know what? I've always thought of wrestling as live action comic books anyway. Why don't I blend him with the first appearance of the Punisher and see what happens? And boy, it just took off like a rocket. I had uh, fans coming out of the woodwork, eating it up, giving me all these great suggestions. Uh, Pretty soon had, uh, you know, a thousand or so followers on my Facebook page and um, just, you know, my DMs are open. People keep sending me ideas. Uh, here on the screen, this is a new one I did for highspots.com. They're a big wrestling promotion. They sell a lot of uh, autographed merchandise, and they also sell wrestling rings and wrestling attire and, uh, and do all of the customization stuff for a lot of the guys, especially in the independent circuits. And just like, um, you know, once I hit that first one, it was like, okay, well, how can I keep doing this? And it became a real challenging puzzle of him trying to, okay, how do I take wrestling history or a superstar and blend them with the right iconic comic book? Because most of my work's all based off of iconic key issue comic book covers, like first appearances and uh, big mega battles, covers that are famous. Because that gives that that second part of nostalgia feeling, especially for people my age. So I figured, like, okay, well, what's that? I'm 42. 42. Okay. No, it's, it, 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 and just for everybody out there, it's so interesting because as you're talking about this, I'm looking at, you mentioned the independent circuit circuits. And I know I got, uh, I'm going, uh, Rhino impact wrestling. I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go watch his back. Cause he's got to face, uh, mad, uh, Madman Fulton and, uh, Sammy Callahan. He's a little sneaky snake and I ain't going to let him, uh, be attacking my boy Rhino, but, um, the fact that wrestling sort of has blown up a little bit more into all these different facets, um, has it rekindled, you know, like you said, the, the everybody getting excited or being a part of it? And it's you realize the momentum that you get with it to do more and more, right? Oh, absolutely. I have such wonderful conversations with fans at cons and shows about their favorite moment. Uh, you know, their, their favorite pay-per-view, you know, their experience as a kid going to an event or taking their kid to a, an event and sharing it with them. And I found that like, no matter where I'm at, whatever fandom there is, like I could be at a Japanese anime convention and I got wrestling fans coming out of the woodwork because it's huge over there. New Japan Pro Wrestling is great, uh, great stuff. And so they're big fans of the American stuff too. And it just, there's like so much crisscrossing with it and so much excitement behind it uh here we're showing the lex luger um lex express one that i did for high spots 
Um, you know, and, and it's the, one of the things that I, I try to always do with my work is I capture these moments in wrestling history for the most part. And a lot of people really gravitate to it. They remember it and they want to build that, you know, when they have kids, they want to share that moment with them or, or what have you. I mean, I did a little backyard wrestling when I was a kid. So there's a, there's, there's always like some part of it. And we, we grew up wrestling fans being made fun of at some point, but now it's kind of like we got our comeuppance because it's popular and it's really like a second golden age. Like it was in the eighties. It's a, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. So when I started doing these covers, um, like I said, there was no shortage of ideas out there. And I tried to make sure that the ideas fit, um, you know, like doing uh, like the Incredible Hulk with Hulk Hogan, make it the Incredible Hulk Hogan. Those are just natural things. Fantastic Four, uh, Fantastic Four Horsemen. That's one of my most popular ones. And just trying to you know, there it is on the screen. It's it's just trying to find you know that right mix and um and what what is what it's been like is that the superstars love it. Um, I've gotten to meet most of my heroes as a kid and some of my favorites nowadays. Like I'd, I'd say, I grew up being a fan of Bret Hart, so I've got to meet him a couple of times. Uh, he's a big fan of my work. You know, he really loves the Captain America piece that I did with him. Uh, him fighting Captain America. And because uh, he's a huge, actually a huge comic book Captain America fan. And then I uh, got to meet Chris Jericho. And uh, he's like my modern, probably my modern favorite wrestler in this in this era. Certainly the GOAT, you know, someone who reinvented himself so many times successfully. How can you not say that he's not the GOAT? <laughs> Here's what I love about him, though, too, because I know him personally, dude. I, I love the guy. And, and you know, yeah. where he's the you know, circumvented and... and you watch AEW and, and you get the the character and the way that he can play that character and the, the different storylines. I, you know, I, I'm into all of, all of the different wrestlings, you know, like I was upset when Lucha Underground, you know, stopped, but I'm glad like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Morrison and uh, Penta and, uh, you know, Luchas and all that stuff came over to WWE. But yeah, you know, uh, Gold Dust, who's obviously we see at the Comic Cons all the time. It's it must yeah. be great. Um, it must be great though to be able to talk to some of these guys, and then you can incorporate, hey, their personalities behind it. Like you said, who likes what, who grew up on what. So I think that's a great that that's awesome too. You know, I got uh, the WWE app. Nick, you had a question yeah. for uh, Eric. Yeah, man. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the web stuff, your website, and it's just uh, such cool stuff on there. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you can check me out at erichodson.com. That's E-R-I-K-H-O-D-S-O-N. And there's a little bit of a portfolio there, so you can click on wrestling, see most of my wrestling pieces. My anime ones come up first. Uh, there's also a couple of new sections I'm adding for some raw sketches and some other styles. I'm still adding to that. Then you can also click buy prints and you can uh, pick up some artwork there. Help me pay my rent for July. I'd really appreciate that. And um, I also have a web tune, which is like, uh, it's an app for your phone that you can read comics like you're scrolling through your Facebook newsfeed. And I have a, a, a car, comic book on there called Dreaded Dinosaur Man, which is kind of like my love song to the 80s cartoons I grew up with, He-Man and Thundercats and it's about a big barbarian dude as the head of a dinosaur and all of his crazy adventures. And uh, then you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that nonsense at, at dreaded dinosaur. 
And, uh, you know, like I said, on most social media platforms, my DMs are open. I love getting uh, feedback from fans, uh, taking commissions and whatnot that way. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm trying to be kind of a public person. You know, I realize when you put yourself out there that you have to maintain a certain uh, decorum in some fashion. So uh, I like being accessible to fans or uh, people who are fans of my work. I have a lot of good conversations on Facebook whenever I get a chance to post something new. All uh, right there, the Phenom Undertaker. That was the one that got me the uh, job with Mick Foley doing the stuff for his uh, comedy show. And uh, Mick, I tell you, he's another one of these guys who's just a terrific person in real life. And it's just been a, it's a joy to know him. And uh, like people like Mick, people like Dustin, I love being able to call them my friends. And uh, I just always try to do right by them whenever I'm drawing a likeness of anybody. I just want to make sure that it, it honors them, honors the work they put into their career. And uh, it's, it's something that uh, their fans find special. No, I, I, I totally do, bro. And, and can't thank you enough, not only for joining us here at Grind Time with the Aaron McCarty 25 on 19, but I uh, look forward to seeing you out on the next cons and check out erichodson.com and check them out on uh every social media aspect i think that that's the whole point bro is that mm-hmm. uh that's behind the camera that can bring you your favorite people more into life and, and more that you love this is why we gotta know who these guys are eric i look forward to running into you again brother at the next comic-con until then keep drawing and i look forward to the uh kilted avenger for sure absolutely Thanks a lot, thank you Take it easy. Thank you for having me. uh, We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to be back. Going to show you a couple videos, and we're going to talk about it because the real, real has come. And Dave, by the way, I think the second video is to be played first. Anyways, we'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom.